The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Parenthood. Your life does not end here. Hi, I'm Chriselle Lim, mother of two. And I'm Sarah Son, also a mother of two. We are longtime friends and now mothers. This is Being Bumo, a podcast about all things parenting. We want to have honest conversations about motherhood so we can each define it for ourselves. We're here to build our village and we hope that you join us. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Today is all you? about love. Love? What is, what is love? love? <laughs> <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> Keep going, keep going. No more. There you go. Actually, a little pain is probably good. I mean, some pain some pain will allow you to appreciate things. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, happy almost Valentine's Day. Mm. We have a lot of things to cover today because as a lot of you guys know, this is Chriselle, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. Hi. I recently announced my separation on Instagram and I think most people for the most part knew that it was coming because it's not like I was hiding it. I just wasn't ready to share it with the world. But, you know, we decided to come out with the news two weeks ago or it was three weeks, three weeks ago. And it felt right and it felt good. And so I have a lot of… smiling. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because we've been going through this for a while, right? Mm -hmm. It's been almost a year. And just being able to be so open and real versus having to hide something, it it just frees you, like mentally too, right? And emotionally. So, Were you worried about making the official announcement? Were you… I wasn't worried about it, but I just didn't know if it was… Like, I always wanted to do it because… I've always been super, super vulnerable and open and raw with my followers. Like that has always been my promise to them is, look, even though I am in fashion and it looks like it's all glamour, I will show you the hardships of like, Mm. you know, what I'm currently going through. Like, for instance, when I first became a mom, like I was showing my postpartum depression. I was showing all of that. And I think people really appreciated that because a lot of people weren't doing that at the time. So I think for me going into this new chapter in my life separating, I just felt like I couldn't do what I was usually doing for my Mm, followers and my community, which is serving them kind of the realness of what I always showed them, right? I was trying to paint this picture of like, oh, everything's fine, Mm -hmm. but that's not really who I am. Like I've always been about being authentic. And so that was the hardest part for me going through this. It's like, oh, I want to share, but I don't know if us as a couple were ready to share that news with the world yet. Like, let's sit on this for a while. Let's let our community, like our personal friends and family really catch up to the news and go through this transition together mm-hmm. without having to announce it to the world yet. And and so a year later, here we are, and we finally made that. And it just feels right and you know we're we're great co-parents which i'm so yeah. so thankful for yeah and i'm just glad that we've been able to make it this far yeah, yeah. and i'll we'll totally do an, another episode on co-parenting because yeah. oh yeah. my gosh I mean, do i have so much to say about that i mean i'm lucky in a sense that my co-parent partner mm-hmm. is 
awesome willing in that sense and, and mm-hmm. willing and yeah. you know we're willing to work with each other but to get here was really really challenging mm. I think that would be so beneficial to talk about that I mean yeah. I could do like five episodes on this so yeah. anyways we are going to be talking about Love being single out in your 30s with two kids. Well, this is going to be your first Valentine's Day. Being single. Being single. I, <laughs> it's been 15 years, girl, since I've been single. Wow. I mean… What are you thinking? I don't know how to think. It's just… We'll get into that. Unknown territory. Yeah, we will get into that in the later half of the episode. Mm-hmm. But let's start off with… Just generally, Valentine's Day relationships, mm-hmm. what does that look like, especially after marriage? Mm-hmm. Um, does it even matter? Like, do you care about <laughs> Valentine's Day? Like, if your partner doesn't show up with the gift or mm-hmm. like celebrate Valentine's Day, would you be offended? No, I would not be offended. I, I, I wouldn't be offended. I think, and I think we've, we maybe had years where we forgot about it or we remember too late and then there were maybe CVS flowers one year. <laughs> like in the plastic wrap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> With the CVS tag, which, you know, lovely, but also, you know, you know, it's very last minute. And what I've learned, w- at least with me and my husband, is we have different ways of showing love to each other. Mm-hmm. And I mean, specifically for Valentine's Day, I think initially it used to be grand gestures from him to me, which I love. They were beautiful, very thoughtful you know, thoughtful trips, thoughtful gifts. And those were great. I think this is year 12, 13 for us. Mm-hmm. It just looks a little bit different. What do you mean? They don't okay. happen anymore? <laughs> Sometimes. Those grand gestures don't happen Sometimes, anymore? Sometimes. <laughs> not as often, not as big. They're getting smaller, which is totally fine because I think our relationship has just shifted. Mm-hmm. I, you know, the biggest thing with those grand gestures was like his, I think his way of sh- showing that he loves me and wants to give me what's best, you know, and like wants to just spoil me and shower me with with things mm-hmm. and like affection and attention and things like that, right? I think t- today for me, it looks like appreciating the smaller things together. Mm-hmm. Like we will go out to lunch for Valentine's Day and just chat and just be together and like Mm -hmm. talk about mostly the kids and how annoying they are and you know check on each other and things like that it just becomes smaller things or for me I I'm like babe that's really sexy is when he does the dishes oh (laughs) I know it sounds kind of cheesy and I don't know if like that counts as like this big romantic gesture but I think for me I think number one we just tend to forget that it's like a specific you know, date. I mean, we know it's Valentine's Day on, on February 14th. And we will do something like, I usually get flowers or mm-hmm. like, well, we will definitely go out to lunch or something like that. But I think a lot of that romance and a lot of that intimacy is sort of built in the smaller day-to-day things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, naturally, yeah. you can't upkeep that, you know, the like swooning of like gifts and like all these elaborate, like, I don't know, tricks. Yeah for how long and besides if you do it forever it doesn't even mean anything anymore it's a good right? point yeah and so yes in the beginning maybe he had to do that to like mm-hmm. you know marry me marry you <laughs> <laughs> or you to say yes but I'm now kidding, we're that here is not true. <laughs> we love you SJ by the way you're awesome no what I'm trying to say is that's not why I married him <laughs> <laughs> you're awesome too but yeah I think it does come down to the day-to-day things. And also, 
dependent on their personality. Like if it's out of the ordinary for them to go out of their way to do something that they usually don't do. Yeah, that feels special. That's hot, right? Yeah. And that feels special and meaningful yeah. versus someone that does dishes every day. Yeah. Even though that would be nice. That's pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> I think that something else that I've seen sort of evolve through the years is letting him express romance in his manner. You know, mm. it doesn't have to look like the movies or it doesn't have to look like how the neighbors do romance. You know, it doesn't have to look that way. It can just look the way that he knows how to take care of his family and wife. Don't you feel like social media and the media and entertainment just in general kind of oh, ruins it all? Everything. Because you have such high expectations of what something should look like. Mm. Like, oh, Valentine's Day means… X, Y, and Z because this is what everyone is doing or I see this in the movies. But no, that's not reality. And it doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to be cookie cutter like that. No, I yeah. don't think so. And again, we do take Valentine's Day. We will go to a lunch or something. But throughout the time, I think for him, I mean, he's so cute. Like he sends me emails of articles that he thinks I might be interested in. By the yeah. way, that's very, very, very much husband husbandy. <laughs> okay, like, when I see her husband, <laughs> and that is very, very thoughtful. That's his way of showing that he's thinking of you. Yes, I get that. I get him. Yes, I am basically your husband. We have had this conversation yes. lately. Yes, and I'm shocked in some ways, but there, there are a lot of personality things that you and him have very in common. Mm -hmm. I know. We show love and affection. And I think that's why I gravitate to you too. <laughs> <laughs> By being practical. Yeah, we're very practical people. We're very straight to the point. Mm -hmm. Like we don't like… No fuss. No, no. Mm -hmm. No. So I do get him. Yeah. And his way of showing affection is a little different. Yeah. And not the most obvious. Yeah. But the little things do really count, right? When we were starting this podcast… You know, I was like, oh, and I do call him Opa. I was like, doing this podcast, you know, I listen to my podcast, but you know, just like the emotion and like the excitement, but also like, oh my gosh, what did I get myself into? So he would just send me podcast links to the ones that were about parenting or just about like being brave and going for it. And so that was like just such a sweet way of him supporting me. And to me, that was romantic. Yeah. And to me, that was thoughtful. Yeah. And, and he listened to the episode. Oh my God. He had so much to say. He asked to be on the podcast. <laughs> Maybe we should bring him on. We could talk about finances with him. Yeah. I think he'll be really I'm good sure about that. That's what he does. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like what he does. And those are his way, those are his ways of being romance. I think it's also okay to normalize that sometimes you kind of go through periods where there is no romance. Yeah. You know, it's like you're. I would say, I don't know, some of those years when the kids were still two and four, three and five, and we were just drowning in the everyday parenting stuff. I don't, I don't know. I mean, we, I think we would, in your head, you're like, okay, it's Valentine's Day. Let's do something. And maybe that's the year I got the CVS flowers. You know what I mean? But I think it's just, you're so, there's just so much going on that you do forget about your, each other. You know, hopefully like you don't neglect your your relationship too long. But I think it's okay to also normalize that there are years where you go through and you kind of don't celebrate these things and you forget. We forgot an anniversary like two, three years yeah. straight. And I think that's okay too. That's okay too. And you know, I think <clears throat> one thing that people don't talk enough about, which I think that there should be more education around is once human beings become parents mm. for the first time, you cannot base your, what you're going through 
and base out what your love is about at that point because you're just so frustrated. You're drowning in like no sleep, mm-hmm. all this baby vomit, mm. and you're exhausted. Your hormones are going crazy. You want to kill your partner <laughs> or your husband yeah. or boyfriend or whatever, but you can't base that and be like, oh, we're not meant for each other. Yeah. It Everyone goes through ebbs and flows, and that's just part of a relationship. That also reminds me of the episode. Have you been watching The Sex and the City and just like mm. that. It's actually really bad. I oh, s- is it? It's oh, not great. Oh, I'm so sad you say that. It's not great. It's not like… I, I think if you're a true Sex in the City fan, you should probably just stop right there and not watch and just like that. Because oh. it just kind well, of what's takes… What's bad? Like the actual storyline is bad or what's actually <sighs> bad? The storyline, one. Oh. But also, two, I think the thing that made Sex in the City so great is kind of this fantasy about what it would be like to live in a city with your girlfriends. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like this little fantasy Mm -hmm. of like all of us, right? Mm -hmm. As girls. But then I think with just like that, I think it's a… It's it's, too real. The show is fine in itself, but it's too real Mm -hmm. in a sense where it just kind of takes that fantasy out of what Sex and the City used to be. And I think that's what a lot of people are having a problem with. Mm -hmm. But it's fine. I still watch like every episode. But the most recent episode, it was… Miranda asking Steve for a divorce, right? Mm-hmm. And sorry, sorry guys. Oh my god, you should have said spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. <laughs> Spo- I mean, sorry if you're listening to this. I didn't say what actually happened though. So, and she was just like, "Well, all we do is," and you know, I'm I'm saying this in my own words and kind of summing it up. But her whole thing was like, "Well, I don't want to live like this. Like, and mm-hmm. is this it? Like, we're just gonna." Like do the same thing over and over again. And then Steve was like, yeah, yeah this is marriage. This is 12 years into this. Mm-hmm. And we're finally at like a place where we can feel comfortable. And like you want out, you know. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm just like, yes, this sums up marriage. Like this sums… And obviously I'm not an expert. I just… I'm, I'm not married anymore. <laughs> but it just sums up kind of people's expectations with marriage, when they go into, they think it's going to be this hot, sexy thing that's going to last forever. No, it's going to have dry periods where it's mm-hmm. just going to feel like mundane and boring. But that's also just, you know, ups and downs, ebbs and flows. So, I, wait, but do they get the divorce? Or do no, they I'm not going to say. Out? I'm oh, not going to no. say anything else. Okay, that's so funny that that was. I mean, obviously, everybody has a different thought. When I'm in year twelve, thirteen, and this is. I feel like this is my favorite part of marriage. Why? Why? What was… Okay. Because because we're comfortable. Mm, But let's backtrack. What was your… When was your hardest year then, you would say? We did have some hard years. And to be honest, I mean, years that I was like, we are not going to make it. Mm. I would say year six, seven, eight. Mm, Okay. I think those were really rough for me because… The first four years, like you said, I already knew, don't make any big decisions. We just had the two babies. Everyone's just doing their best. We have no idea what we're doing. Just wait. Just wait. Hold on. And like we were just busy making sure that the babies were alive. I think then year six kind of comes in. There's just more routine. There's more… You see the part… Now I feel like I've seen my husband for like a solid seven years and I'm like, okay… That's all nice, but then there's all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think, and then honestly, which I'm so grateful why we made it through those three years, because honestly, I was just super immature. You know, I was pregnant at 27, 29. 
And then by 33, I was like, I, similar. I was like, this is it. I'm Now I'm supposed to be- You are Miranda. I'm Miranda You're in Miranda. some way. I was like, yeah. I'm supposed to cook, clean, pick up, drop off all day, every day for the next ever. I, I did. I, I definitely had moments like that. I also grew up knowing that marriage is not, I mean, maybe that's a difference. It's like, what do you understand of marriage and how do you go into marriage? Like, I've always grown up marriage to me has been about serving each other mm, and mm -hmm. about making each other better mm -hmm, mm -hmm. through this concept of marriage. Yeah, And I think once I was able to kind of go back to that, it would kind of just give me a sense of peace and yeah. it would give me a sense of something to like hold and like stand on, like yeah. grounding mm -hmm. that it was, it's not about him making me happy all the time. It's not about me making him happy all the time because I also couldn't do that. I mean, there were many times I felt deficient as a wife Yeah, and it's not about happiness and it's not about that, but it was really about, you know, choosing somebody that you can serve and then, and in service, you grow yourself. Yeah, That's kind of how I've always been married. I, I know not everybody believes that or thinks that way, but that's how I've kind of seen it. And so that's what helped me get through those hard years. But I think that I did have, I did think not that I could do better, but like that this wasn't enough for me. Mm, I've mm. definitely had those But I, I also think like when you go through those times, it's also you have to be so secure in yourself too when mm -hmm. you're just and you're probably not secure in yourself at that point because you're just like kind of thinking, am I not enough or am I not doing enough or mm -hmm. can I do more or he should be doing more. So it it's just like you're expecting more from others, but then you're also questioning yourself. But once you get to a place where you're like, yeah, I, I am in a place where I want to serve my partner and my partner wants to serve me. And it's like this kind of equal, you know, G give and take, give and take. Yeah. Then I would imagine at that point, you're just like, okay, this is nice. Right. Yeah. And it might take a while to get there. Maybe year 12, as you said, but yeah, I think that is, to me, that is goals. That is like where where you're able to… I am really grateful that we made it through. Yeah. I think I was… I, it's so interesting that you said that about Miranda because right now year 12, 13 feels so good to me mm. because we went through years 6, 7, and 8 where I felt, I mean, pangs of loneliness in my heart, mm -hmm. in my marriage. Mm. And I didn't know how to overcome that. Yeah. Because he's so good. He's like, he's responsible. He's takes care of the kids. He helps me. You know what I mean? He's very like, it's almost like he was too self-sufficient mm. and I didn't feel, I don't know if like the word is like, I didn't feel needed or like, I don't know. I just felt like, I, I just didn't feel adequate in many mm. ways. And then how did it change then? I mean, it just took a lot of talking and conversations and just like, just ugly conversations. <laughs> just I, we were fighting, you know yeah. what I mean? We were fighting for our marriage and it was not something we were, we we're both good at. Yeah. We're just not, we were both not good at that. But I'm so glad we did it because actually that's why I feel like year 12 and 13 are so good. Mm. It's because we are so comfortable. It's because when I need something, he knows to do it. And yeah. when I, when he needs something, I know to do I mean, we don't need to communicate those things as much anymore because we did the communication year six and seven. Yeah. And now we know like, oh, he needs more affection. I, I need more attention. And yeah. so that's, I don't know. I feel like it's so, it's so good now. That's really, I think going to be hopeful and inspiring for some people to hear because I think a lot of people do go through this Miranda phase of like, is this it? Yeah. Like, 
is this the rest of my life? But mm-hmm. then you just saying that you went through that and now you're on this other side where you feel like this is the best part of your relationship since. Yeah. That's really exciting and yeah. something to look forward to. Yeah. And it doesn't so mean it does that, get better. It does get better. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that we there are no days where I'm annoyed, he's annoyed or we're nagging or fighting. But it just, I think our foundation is so much, it's just so solid. Mm-hmm. And it took a decade to build. I feel like maybe people don't talk about that when you're talking about no. marriage. It's like, it might take a minute for you guys to actually… It might take a decade, not a minute. It might take a decade. <laughs> For you guys to really align your values and really align communication and really see each other for who you are, you know? What ways do you show him, I guess, romance and love and affection then? Like, how do you show that? Now that it's Valentine's Day, I would love for you to give some ideas to some maybe moms or wives or girlfriends you that know, yeah have been in a relationship for a long time. Be like, I don't know what to do. Like, I've been in this for so long. What else can I give him? I mean, I think if you've been in, like, if you're year 12, you know. But I mean, in general, we are not like a gifting type uh-huh. of couple. I mean, I got a, a coffee grinder for Christmas. I was telling you earlier. And I was like, thank you. Because I do drink coffee a lot. And my grinder was broken. So I was very appreciative. It's very practical. And I got him pickleball paddles. Okay, then it's fair. It, it's fair-ish. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> I don't even know what pickleball pedals are. Oh, okay. You have to come over. It's actually a lot of fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like tennis and ping pong together. Oh, okay. So it's better than coffee. Coffee Coffee grinder. grinder. I think so. Okay. I I win. I always win. But then you went out and um, bought yourself some nice things (laughs) the next day. So (laughs) it evened out. It evened out. Okay. Well, the things I do for my husband, and I I think he appreciates them, is I am kind of the initiator with affection, like physical Mm. affection and touch. I am, I pray for him. Mm-hmm. I I listen to him. I just let him, you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, honey, those are some good ideas. And oh, it, you are absolutely right about that. <laughs> I hope he's not listening to this episode. He's going to be like, I know your secrets now. I know your tricks. You know, we are like a road trip family. I mean, he made us into a road trip family. <laughs> and I let him kind of, I love how I say I let him, <laughs> kind of like, take over the radio. Like we can Mm -hmm. listen to his podcast. We can listen to his music. And so things like that. And I, I, I take, I help take care of his family. And I think it's, those are things that he probably appreciates Mm -hmm. versus what you think that you want to get him. I think that's the key, right? That is the key. It's like, you have to get to know your partner. It's take some time and then serve him, feed him, give him what you know he needs instead of what you think he needs is like another Barbecue grill or, or yeah, exactly. I don't know, like yeah, a candle or a bow tie or something. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, you know something that was like a big thing, especially through COVID and especially because we were watching, like consuming so many TV shows. We waited for each other to watch the shows. Aww. You know what I mean? Like that yeah, was cute that because I cute. could just binge Succession, but I was like, okay, I'll wait. Oh, uh, Succession. That was really good. That was a good one. I'm still in the first season. That's really good. Yeah. So, I mean, I think those are kind of the things that like that I can think of right now that I we do I do for him and then that and he reciprocates with other smaller things. I I don't I'm not a big gesture kind of person. Oh, mm-hmm. I do bake for him a lot. He loves apple pie, he loves Thanksgiving dinner. So, some of those things that he really appreciates, so I do that for him. Okay, so whatever whatever you think I'm basically get to know your partner. Get to know your partner and figure out what he would appreciate. Yeah. So, I think so many times you go shopping, we're like, okay, I'm going to get him this. I think he's going to like that. But it's like, no, that's your idea. He probably won't like it. And it's the same thing vice versa for guys too. The things that they think we'll like, 
<laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Can I? You know he does love personalized things. I did one year get socks. I think Su Chin posted a recommendation. There's a website where you can print people's faces on socks. <laughs> <laughs> no, truly. And I did do that for him. He did love that. And I bought four pairs. So all of the family had one. You know, I'm not like the matchy-matchy type. Oh, so they all had socks. Of with Su- his face with on his it. With his face yeah. on it. Yeah. It's kind of scary. <laughs> Hearts on it. Um, he loves like, I mean, I don't know if like your partner does this, but like he loves gear from his university. He's very proud of where he went to school. So he has the hat, the t-shirt, the jacket, the socks, the the thing that there's a lot of gear at home, the chair with like the college logo on it. So, you know, we do that. I think it's an East Coast thing. Jane's husband is like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Like everything, like everything is with the logo of the school. Yeah. So we'll do that. And then like the kids will also get the jersey from that school. So again, like like we were saying, find things that speak to your partner and just do a lot of that. And speaking to the ladies, if there's something that you want, don't expect them to guess what you want. Just, I don't know. Year four mistake. I feel like by year four, <laughs> I learned that lesson. You're like, what is this? How much money did you spend on this? I don't even like this yeah, thing. Yeah. You just, what my sister does, she's so good at it. She'll print it and put it on her refrigerator. <laughs> so he, he'll know what to get her for like yeah. Christmas or birthdays. I think it saves everybody time and hassle. Yeah. I think so. So if you don't want to like say it because it just sounds cheesy and corny, just print it and put it mm-hmm. on your fridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or tell your friends and then your friends yeah. like, kind of figure it out and talk to a partner And then when it. you receive it, you're like, oh my God, how did you know? <laughs> you're such a good husband. That's the secret to a good marriage. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take our lunch break. Okay. Okay, so I'm here in New York as I'm recording this. And I have to tell you that life has been really crazy for me lately. It's been nonstop, go, 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 meetings, work, travel for work, demands from kids and family and just so much to manage. And I'm sure some of you guys understand where I'm coming from because you are going through the same thing. I've gotten to a point where coffee does not even work anymore because I just don't know why it doesn't work. But I have right now in my little hand something that completely changed the game for me. It's a little magical elixir called Magic Mind, and I am obsessed. I've been using it every day since I discovered it through a little sample. Yes, samples work, especially when the product actually works. Anyways, it's a little drink that makes you be more productive and get more stuff done with the energy that you need. In my opinion, it's better than coffee because it doesn't come with the jitters and the crashes, which I absolutely hate. It's sustainable energy. You drink one, you are super fired up and focused, which has been so helpful for me as a busy mama. And it's really great for those midday humps or if you have a hard time getting started in the morning. And I've noticed a significant improvement on my focus and all around energy level. I'm not 100% sure how it works, but it has 12 functional ingredients, including matcha, which I love, nootropics that make you focus, and adaptogens that help you fight off stress. It's basically built for a busy mom, entrepreneur, and creator like me, and I love it. If you guys are interested in trying it out, they gave me a 20% off code to share with you guys. It's BUMO, B-U-M-O. To use it, you can go to magicmind.co slash BUMO and enter the code BUMO at checkout. 
And the best part about it is that they have a money back guarantee. So you really have nothing to lose. They've also been featured in Forbes and were called Silicon Valley's new morning elixir because of how the founder James became the de facto new tropics guy in Silicon Valley before even starting Magic Mind. If you're a busy parent like me and need that extra push and productivity, you definitely need to try out Magic Mind. You've got nothing to lose with their money back guarantee. Any first purchase will be refunded, no questions asked. With their money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Any first purchase will be refunded, no questions asked, if it doesn't meet your expectations. Don't forget to go to magicmind.co slash BUMO and use code BUMO at checkout. That's magicmind.co and use code BUMO. I'm Arielle Laurie, host of the Blonde Files podcast, where every Wednesday I cover all things wellness. After nearly dying from drugs and alcohol six years ago, I've been on a mission to live my best, most fulfilled life, and I'm sharing everything with you. From how to achieve optimal health, well-being, and fulfillment, to the best beauty tips and even cosmetic procedures, I cover it all with raw, candid conversations with experts and inspirational guests. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Okay, so per usual, I don't have food. Mm, is it another pill? No, but you can stash your pills in here. Oh, what is that? Look how cute these are. Can you guess what this is? I'm making this sound so you guys can. I, it has little drawings on top. So obviously it's some sort of container for like specific things. But why is it magnetic? Okay, so I've been traveling a lot. I just got back from Paris. And my number one thing is I overpacked. Because what I do is I essentially take outfit photos. So I have to pack a lot of clothes. But skincare takes up so much room, right? Like your nice bottles of, I don't know, cleansers. And I hate taking them because obviously it takes up like half of your luggage. So I discovered these guys. I don't even know what the brand is. It's called… But anyways, I will find the link for you guys. This is my newest travel obsession because I could store… Everything. So uh, one of them, I have my vitamins, pills. Your lunch. Mm -hmm. My lunch. <laughs> the other, I have serum, oils. Mm -hmm. I literally have like 20 see. of these and I just travel and I it all fits everything I need for the entire week. And it all mm -hmm. fits into one tiny little bag. Oh. And it just saves up so much space. And they're magnetic. Yeah. So they don't take up that much space. So they all kind of cluster together. Yeah. Oh. So that is my recent obsession. I've been traveling with them everywhere. You could get them customized. They're cute. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's just really, really handy if you're, if you don't want to, if you are traveling, are traveling, but also don't want to take that much yeah. stuff. Oh, and then yeah. you don't have to buy the mini versions of everything. And it creates no, more plastic I hate waste. the mini versions because yeah. the mini versions, I feel like I use them and then I use so much of it mm -hmm. and they're gone. They're like done, right? Whereas if I get the regular size version, I could keep filling up these little packets, yeah. right? So yeah. yeah. That cool. is my little product review this week, which I don't know the name for. I'm sorry. That's but fine. You'll yeah. link it. Do you have anything? Well, I have… I don't know if you've tried these. 
These are Siete, which is a delicious brand because it's grain-free, like tortillas and chips and things like that. But they have a churro <gasps> flavor oh chip, my God. essentially, right now. Made with avocado oil. I am snack queen. Yes, apparently. Oh my God, these smell so good. They smell like little what? churros, but they are they are in tortilla chip form. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Also, I just love sure. this brand in general. Siete. Didn't we feature them before? I don't know, but can we uh, get stuff? There's. Oh my gosh. So good. And they're so light and crispy and… They're so light. I'm getting these. These, and these are at Whole Foods? Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Honestly, I think we just got it from Amazon. They literally… Oh, it's made with coconut sugar. They literally taste like churros. They taste like churro, but in like tortilla… A chip… Tortilla chip presentation. And they're so light and crispy. I'm giving you guys an ASMR mm. chip eating. Mmm. Oh my goodness. I love bringing you little snacks. I so feel like I discover all my new snacks through you. So they have a box where there's like maybe seven of these. So I, we just buy that from Amazon and then eat it. I I'm going to go on Amazon right now and order that. You should. Can you guys believe that we're already a few months into the year of 2022? I mean, the time flies by so fast. And one of my goals this year was to really spend more time together as a family doing hands-on projects to create more memories together. Our family did some light goal setting in the beginning of the year to do more fun activities. And I have to say that we're actually meeting those goals and I'm so proud of us. More than ever before, my time is so precious with the girls and I want to make sure that we're creating fun and memorable memories together and something that we can all share. And that is why I am so thankful for our KiwiCo subscription because they literally send you in a box something that you can do as a family or your child can do with a little bit of your help. With KiwiCo subscription, your child can discover something new all year long. Kids can discover the engineering and mechanics behind every object, the science and chemistry of cooking, geography and culture from new cultures, and brand new art and design techniques all through some seriously fun hands-on projects. We just recently did the KiwiCo Marble Timer, and it was so much fun for Chloe and I to do it together. Well, she did most of it, and I helped her here and there. We constructed a marble-powered mechanism that helps keep time. We experimented with the timer and designed new paths to help the marbles run faster, slower, and everything in between. Chloe's favorite part was watching the marbles go. Her face just lit up. Then we use our mechanism to time ourselves while creating colorful dip dye wood art. It was really fun. It was really, really fun. This was Chloe's, I think, like 10th crate. I mean, we lost track at this point. We've done so many crates. She's been really into science and chemistry, and it's actually her favorite subject in school. And it's really been great to support her love for science. We just got the KiwiCo astronaut crate, and we'll be trying that out next. Your child can get super cool, hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered right to your door every single month. They'll be so excited to see these arrive in the mail. The day the box arrives will be their favorite day, trust me. And as a busy parent, I get it. It can be so hard to find creative ways to keep your child busy and challenged. KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. 
There's something for kids of all ages. KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. There's something for kids of all ages. There's no commitment so you can pause or cancel at any time. Redefine learning with play. Explore hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills all year long. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code BUMO at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com. Promo code BUMO. Okay. okay. So, okay. So it's Valentine's Day next week. And mm-hmm. this is the first time you are going to be single for Valentine's Day. Mm. Well, you said what, 15 years ago? It's been 15, it's been 15 years. years since I've been single. So then what, what thought is going through your brain right now? Nothing. <laughs> because I absolutely do not know. How to date. I do not know how to be single. I do not know how to even say hello to a boy. Yeah, I can't even make <laughs> eye contact. I feel so awkward. Well, <laughs> like I know you're blushing just thinking about it because I just don't know. It's so weird, but. Well, make sure you don't hold hands because I was told that if you hold holding hands leads to sex. So make sure you don't hold hands until you're ready to. Let's start off with the eye contact because oh. eye contact, I like haven't even done that yet. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. How Someone you- said that I just have to like rip the bandaid off. I'm like, oh, I don't know if just I'm ready. Stare just stare like, people in the eyeballs. Yeah. Like someone's like, just have eye electricity with someone. I'm like, that sounds so aggressive. And <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. Have you tried even a little bit slightly? No, okay. I haven't. Okay. And I think it's just this, I don't know. Are you feeling excited about this or kind of still timid and a little like it's super awkward? I'm excited about being able to experience life, like this new chapter in my life that I've never got to experience. And granted that I, once I started making money and becoming successful and having this career, I never got to experience my, the fruits of my own labor for myself, right? Like mm. I, everything was given to my family, my mm. partner, like all of that. Mm. So I think for the first time in my life, I'm not even thinking about another person. I'm thinking about what what do I want? Mm. Like what can I do? Like I have the means now to be able to do the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like having the freedom of like when you're in college uh-huh. without, but now with having some money and the resources because you know like in college you're like oh my god all this freedom but you're like crap I can't do anything because I have no money (laughs) right like I'll just eat cup cup ramen every day yeah so I think it's just exciting that if I want to do something I can Mm -hmm. and I just really want to enjoy and this is my kind of new found not purpose but I guess goal for this year is just to have Fun. And Mm -hmm. I know that sounds so stupid because, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, you're supposed to have fun in everything that you do. But I haven't really, really had fun Mm -hmm. in life for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And just enjoying the moment, enjoying the people around me, going out, drinking, having fun, you know, and we're not even second guessing anything. Mm -hmm. And so that's my new philosophy for 2022. It's just to have fun. I'm not looking to date. I'm not looking to, you know, find a boyfriend. That is probably the last thing that's on my radar right now because I've been in a relationship (laughs) for so long. And at this point in my life, I just want to enjoy myself and date myself and really think about Mm -hmm. what it is that I want. As selfish as that sounds, but I think I deserve it. And 
it does take a minute though to get into this mindset because at naturally as a mother, you're at least for me, I was always in the, in a place where I felt like I had to sacrifice everything, right? Like I'd sacrifice my time and my well-being and my health even sometimes just so my kids can be happy because that's how my parents raised me, right? Like it's all about the kids. Yeah. So now we're kind of flipping the script and being like, now I'm going to take care of myself and my kids will be fine too. They're going to be great. So it took me almost a year to get here where it's like, no, I don't feel guilty. Like I, if I want to go to Paris mm-hmm. for work and stay there for a few extra days for fun, then I can do that, mm-hmm. right? And not having any guilt about it. What, what? Can you walk us through a little bit of that? Like from I did feel guilty and now I don't feel guilty. Like yeah. what does that look like? Well, I think once you become a mother, your whole identity shifts, right? And I think it's a lie when women are like, no, like I'm still the same person. You're not the mm-hmm. same person. And you, you have, can't be in many you ways. You can't. Yeah. And you, your world shifts because your priority changes. Your your time and where you're, where you're putting your resources changes. Everything changes. And so after doing that for almost, what, eight years now with Chloe and obviously Colette now being three years old, I'm still kind of in that mindset of like, what do the kids need? Like, let me put them first, all of that. And yes, although I have that, now that I'm Mm co-parenting, it's like there's a week where I'm just by myself, right? And so for the first time ever in my life, I have the bandwidth and the time and the resources to do the things for myself. So it does take a minute to get used to it because Mm -hmm. you're just like, wait, what do you mean? Like, I don't... I don't have to do not, the pickups or like yeah, whatever. I don't have yeah. to do this this week. And that yeah. was so bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. And it felt so uncomfortable and so wrong in the beginning. But as I mentioned, you know, their dad is an amazing dad to them. I have nothing to worry about. And, you know, when they're with dad, it's daddy's time. When they're with me, it's mommy's time. Mm-hmm. And like, it took me a whole year to accept that and be okay with it mm-hmm. and not feel guilty that they're not with me and they're not under my kind of care. care. Yeah. But again, I we could do a whole another episode on co-parenting yeah. because there's yeah. like leaps and bounds and hurdles that everyone has to go through to get to a point where they feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think it took a little faster because it's only been a year really. But yeah. It's, but you were ready to maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And... And as I mentioned earlier, as mothers, we identify so much in our children. So imagine like all of a sudden, you don't have the children for a few days. Yet Let me imagine. Week. Hold on. Imagining. Oh, God. You're like, I'll be fine. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> I mean, there are moments where I'm like, this is nice. Yeah. Of course, in the beginning, I was like, oh, my God, I miss my kids. I was like going crazy, right? Mm -hmm. But once you accept your new reality and you realize that the kids are thriving and they are doing fine, then you're like, okay, then I could be fine too. Okay, this whole concept, I don't know if I'm being overly dramatic, but I feel like it's going to… It just changes everything, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, everything. I, I feel like it changes everything. This whole concept that like… You can't, not like you're half raising your children, but like you can, I don't know, like somebody, you can like fully delegate a, a part of it mm-hmm. to, to your partner who's their father and he should be. Yeah. It, it's, it's, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's kind of like a it's a game different, changing concept. 
or no? Or am I just... No, 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 no. It's game-changing, of course, if you haven't been in it. But then the more you're surrounded by people that have gone through it and you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay. And I think, you know, not that I'm encouraging people that like this is the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do, but there are a lot more parents that are separated now, right? Mm -hmm. And so in Chloe's classroom, it's become kind of like the norm, whereas before it was like Mm -hmm. so taboo, right? And so when I meet these parents, it just feels normal, right? Mm -hmm. It feels like we're just sharing notes with each other. Like how do we continue to thrive? And obviously we gotten off the subject of love (laughs) at this point, but we will do a whole nother episode on the co-parenting. Co-parenting because one of my biggest helpers and supporters mm. are the school moms. Mm. As, as you met, you met yeah, them, Molly and Sharon. The party, yeah, they're freaking amazing, yeah. right? Because they know my situation. Yeah. They know that you know I am co-parenting, so they're and they know that I travel, so they're always like updating me, like, "Oh, this is uh, the big project that they're working on this week." I just want to give you a heads up mm-hmm. if they see, you know, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. So I could go off on how I've been able to successfully kind of migrate to this side. But it took a whole village, right? But anyways, about love. (laughs) Well, why don't we end it with, you said earlier, you said date myself. Mm -hmm. Okay, can you, let's end with that. Give us, what does that mean exactly? Yeah, so exactly what you would think about dating another person, right? Uh So if you wanted to take your partner out, your husband out on a date, you would think, what does he like to eat? What does what time does he like to eat? Where does he like to go? What gets him excited? Maybe it's road trips. What is something that will make him so happy? Mm-hmm. And have you ever asked yourself that question before? Or you? Mm-hmm. 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 The likelihood is probably no. Mm-hmm. Because when you're so wrapped up into day-to-day life and mm-hmm. your, your kids and your family… There's very little time to think of yourself in that way, right? And so, and if you have props to you, like I think more people should do that. But I never thought of myself that way as like a whole human being that had her own needs, Mm -hmm. that had that had her own wants that that needed to be met. Mm -hmm. And so now the questions are like, oh, like what gets me excited? What do I want to do? Oh, I like traveling. Okay, well, on my off week, like maybe I'll go travel here. Mm -hmm. And oh, I like to stay at this hotel. I'll stay at this hotel. Again, I'm very, very fortunate that I do have the means at this point to be able to support the things and the hobbies that I like to do. Mm -hmm. But those are the questions that I ask myself now and not even feeling guilty about it. Oh, did she likes to drink now? What? (laughs) She likes to actually go out and have a good time. Mm-hmm. I used to feel guilty about those things. Oh. Right? Yeah, I mean, yes. I guess like, yeah, I mean, I get that. I, I get that. So date yourself. Do the things that you want to do for yourself with, I, I guess in some ways I do that just, yeah, yeah maybe. I, and I don't if know. you integrate it naturally without having to like make extra room for it, that's great because mm-hmm. that's what most people should do. Mm-hmm. But even for like, it doesn't have to be obviously material things like jumping on a flight to Paris. It mm-hmm. could be things like, oh. Um, like I don't want to make dinner tonight. Yeah, I don't gonna... want to make dinner yeah. tonight. Oh, I like to work out. Mm-hmm. And if I want to carve out an hour in the afternoon or in the morning to work out and make sure that I don't plan any meetings around during that time, I could do, do that now, right? Yeah. And yeah. so it's just, again, really thinking about yourself and dating yourself and you know, exactly what you would do for your partner. Or so, your yeah. 
I yeah, that. I will be happily spending Valentine's Day on my own. And I am I am very, very happy and I feel blessed. I feel like I, I have a second chance in life mm-hmm. now and being able to really focus on what it is that I want, mm-hmm. what it is that makes me excited mm-hmm. and something that I never got to really think for myself before. I'm so happy for yeah. you and excited for you. Thank yeah. you. I love and, this conversation. Yeah, I mean, so for those of you that are listening in that are single, you know, hit me Enjoy up. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Um, we really, really appreciate your feedback and we love hearing your thoughts on each episode. So make sure to send us a DM or even shoot us a little story and tag us. We'll repost it. Don't forget to subscribe. And also leave us a review if you can. We put so much heart into each episode Mm -hmm. and that would really just help us and the podcast out. So with that said, we'll see you guys next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We want to keep this conversation going with you. So please leave us a DM on Instagram and make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast. And we would love it if you left us a review. Also, if you're in the Los Angeles area, make sure to visit us at Bumo Work at Westfield Century City Shopping Center. And if you're looking for educational-based content entertainment for your little ones, visit us at www.bumobrain.com or at Bumo Brain on Instagram.